The world is a provider of necessities. The world is a provider of necessities. And this is one of the important truths that we all have to understand as we go through life. Just at the moment when you think things have hit rock bottom or when they actually have hit rock bottom, understand that the world will find a way to provide for you. You will find a way to provide for yourself. You will do it. You will make it happen. It will happen. The world is out there and the world has an inexhaustible supply of nourishment, of sustenance, of things to give for those who are in need. And it's incumbent on us to tap into that provision, to tap into that ability to provide, that fructifying nature of the world, that fruitful nature of the world, so that we can provide for ourselves. Now, you might think, well, what does he mean by this? What does he mean by the world will provide? What I mean is this. We spend so, of our, so much of our time obsessing, worrying about how, how are we going to make ends meet? How are we going to be able to do this? How are we going to be able to do that? And yet, doesn't it seem like things always end up turning out one way or the other? We somehow manage, don't we? Because we do that when we finally let go of our own egos and put our faith and put our trust in the universe's ability to provide for us. It has an inexhaustible supply of things to give. Our job is only to believe that. Our job is to believe that. Our job is to allow that to happen. Now, that doesn't mean that you just sit back and do nothing. That does not remove the obligation that every man has to exert maximum efforts for himself and his family and his loved ones. That always exists. That always will exist. But yet, somehow, things always manage to work themselves out. They really do. The people that fail, the people that hit rock bottom and stay at rock bottom, let's face it, they're the ones who want to be there. The people that hit rock bottom and stay on rock bottom are the ones that either want to be there or have some sort of affliction, some sort of sickness that prevents them from thinking rationally. Those are the only two categories. It's a choice. It's a choice. And we have to have the ability to really feel this. And we have to have the conviction to allow this to happen. You know, there's a, a book about the prisoners that served in prison camps of the Japanese in the Second World War. And the author of this book, Gavin Dawes, the, the title of the book is Prisoners of the Japanese. A great book, one of my favorites. And he says that in the camps, there was a certain type of disease that took hold of the prisoners who allowed despair to consume them. And this disease he called give up itis. Give up itis. And what that meant was that at certain times, certain men would just give up. They would just allow themselves to die. They would stop resisting. They would stop fighting. They would stop hustling. They would stop trying to do what was necessary to survive. And once they had crossed this mental threshold, there was no way to help them. There was no helping them. There was no going back. There was nothing that anything, there was nothing to be done for them. And it was truly sad because when you saw someone being consumed by give up itis, which is a mental disease, a mental disease, a failure of will 
a broken spirit, a broken spirit. Once this was once this disease was allowed to take root and to become implanted within a man, there was nothing that could be done. There was just nothing, nothing that could be done. He was doomed. You could try to help him. You could try to show compassion. You could try to get him to eat. You could try to get him to uh, lighten his load. But yet, at the end of the day, it was always an individual choice. Individuals have agency. Individuals make choices. And the world will provide if you allow it to provide. You know, there's a great quote by the Renaissance humanist, Coluccio Salutati. And Salutati says this. He says this. I'll read it in Latin and then I'll translate it. He says, Neciam uh, aetatis nostrae fragilitatem accuses. And what that means is, um, basically what he's saying is, uh, Stop, don't blame the fragility of our generation. Don't, don't blame, don't put your blame on the fragility of our era. You have agency. You have agency. You can do things. You can get things done. And an associated quote that he says, he says, uh, potens, potens est enim corpus nostrum, Per omnis incommoditatis transire. And what that means is our body has the ability to cross through all hardships. Our body has the ability to, to travel through, to surmount all hardships. All hardships. And this is important to remember. This is important to remember. Stop blaming the era. The era has always been weak. Every, if you asked any great man in any era of history, if you asked him, are we living in depraved, degenerate times? He would say yes. Everyone thinks that. Everyone says that. They, they would say that about our era. They would say that about 50 years ago, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, 500 years ago, 1,000 years ago. Everyone says the same thing. When has anyone ever said, oh, I'm living in, I'm so privileged to be living in this great era. I have things so easy. No one ever says that. Nobody ever says that. And the reason why they don't say that is because they're too busy working to better themselves. Because if you are putting in a max effort, if you are struggling, if you are trying to get ahead, trying to get ahead all you see are those goals in front of you. And you have to believe, you have to have faith that our body, as Coluccio Salutati says, has the ability to cross through all inconveniences per omnis incommoditatis transire, to, to cross through all hardships. All hardships. But it's true when you think about it. If you've really noticed how things work, just when you've hit rock bottom, somehow a helping hand comes out to save you, either by your own work, your own efforts, or maybe through the intercession of someone else. Either way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, there are some people who think that, well, I, will, I, will only, uh, I only help myself. I, I never expect help from anyone. I'm going to tell you right now, if someone, is, if someone is offering to pull you out, if a hand appears and suddenly offers to pull you out of the mouth of a lion, are you going to stop and ask who the hand is attached to? Does it really matter? Does it really matter? If you're being offered help and you need help, take the help. Take the help, provided, of course, there are no 
selling of the soul uh, deals that have to be made. But how often does that come up? Not very often. Not very often. There's nothing wrong with accepting help if you need help. Nothing wrong with it at all. Provided, of course, you comply with all the other ethical rules that we've talked about here in these podcasts over the past three or four years. So think about that. Think, think about that. The world will provide. The world provides. The world always provides. What you have to do is you have to allow yourself to connect with that world, with that universe. You have to submit your will. You have to subordinate your will to the will of the universe, the divine will, the divine mind. You can call it fate. You can call it fortune. You can call it the divine will. It doesn't matter what you call it. It's all the same thing. It's the same thing. It's just what label you decide to put on it. And once you allow that to happen, you will find, provided, of course, you continue with your normal routine of exerting a max effort. Again, because I have to say this, these things should be clear and should be self-evident, but there's always going to be someone out there that's going to say, well, I can just sit back and do nothing and I can expect other people to save me. No, it doesn't work that way. You have to make the effort. You have to be making the effort. But you will find that if you stay in the game long enough, if you put in enough of a max effort long enough, the worm will turn. The worm will turn for you. Everyone's luck changes sooner or later. Your job is to stay in the game. Your job is to stay in the game no matter what. No matter what. You know, you've probably heard those quotes because many great men have said them about you, you have to be uh, persistent and you have to be steadfast and you have to be courageous. And in many ways, when you think about it, they're not talking about overcoming the obstacle so much as they are talking about lasting. They're talking about maintenance, survival. Maintenance and survival are underrated. Overcoming problems in one grand battle that's rare you just have to stay in the game you just have to survive you have to last you have to persist so this is what i say persist survive last and if you can do those things if you can last long enough the solution to the problems will make themselves clear and will present themselves to you and then at that moment you will seize hold of the solution and you will implement the solution.